Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dream Team Tonic, Episode 8, Game Week 13 Review. Uh, Monday night, uh, currently the Chelsea-West Ham game is at 3-0, 85 minutes, 86 minutes. So if anything changes, the points may change a little bit within the teams on here. Uh, so need a little bit of updating. Uh, with me, me, Tony, is Ben, as usual. You all right, Ben? Hi, mate, you all right? All good, mate, you? Yeah, not too bad. Excellent. Uh We'll dive in with the weekly talking points. Um, big, big performance from Liverpool. Yeah. And Mo Salah. Yeah, smashed it, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he went on for a long, uh, but he come and smashed it. I bet a few people transferred him out. Yeah. Then he went in the lineup. Yeah, he went just that with the big rumours, weren't it, about wanting to leave, not being happy. Then he went in the lineup. What's going there? Vern has just missed, missed again. Oh. God, that's not what I want. I think he hit the post. Oh. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. He's got an assist. Yeah, he's got an assist. He's got a cup. If I take him out, mate, I know he's going to bag two or three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's hit the crossbar. That's what he's done. Oh, oh Jesus. Uh, <laughs> God, there you are. Anyway, on to, on to his strike partner, Firmino. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your man. Yeah. Put him in, slated him, said it was just a, a decision after a few beers, and he wasn't, <laughs> he's got me thirty three points over two game weeks. Well, it's not too bad, is it? For what he's no, it, maybe he's going to start scoring now. <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully that's the uh, start of it. Um, Robertson got a couple of assists as well. Trent Alexander Arnold an assist. Yeah, um, the the main three defenders all got an assist. All got yeah. points. Yeah, Matic got one as well, didn't he? Yeah, he got one. He got Salah's he, Salah's first goal. He nodded it on to him. Yeah, <laughs> filled the boots really, didn't he? Liverpool. It was the game to be having all the Liverpool assets. So if you have stuck by him over these last three four weeks, but yeah, you'll have had a decent week there. Yeah. Um, yeah, Crystal Palace. I don't know what happens there. I think they were just clinical Liverpool, weren't they? They just every time. Every time they went forward and created a chance, they were putting it away. Yeah. Um, Manny didn't look happy when he was coming off either, did he? <sighs> Fuming. He knew. Yeah. He knew there were goals there. He knew he could have got a hat-trick or something. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of a frustration for him. Yeah, Salah come on and did the business. He did what Manny didn't do. So, you can't really complain. He had the time. What about What about Man City? Go from a 7-0 from Liverpool and onto Man City struggling by. I don't know what's, what's going on with them. There's just, just, they're plodding along, keeping the clean sheets though, which is good. But they're yeah. just getting like the 1-0s, aren't they? Yeah. They're definitely looking more solid. But yeah. up top, they, they seem lacking ideas. De Bruyne, once it goes through De Bruyne, obviously he can create from anything. But other than that... I, 
they just still don't don't look great going forward. They need they need Aguero back, but keeps keeps going keeps going. Uh, get keeps getting injured, doesn't he? Yeah, I just don't think he's fit. Mm. Something going on there. We had a massive break, didn't we, with all the COVID thing? And I said that over a week he looked overweight. Yeah, and then I don't I don't know why Jesus were out. I didn't see that one. Was that illness or injury? Probably just dropped him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he's not he's been rubbish, great hasn't the last he? few weeks. Yeah, he has. I mean, they got Sterling, but even he's like. He's looked a bit uh, a bit off this season. Yeah, but they, um, they need to invest in a centre forward. It looks like Guerra's getting on now. So Jesus, he's saying good enough to be the number nine. I don't think the main no. the main man. No, he threatened it a couple of years ago because mm-hmm. he he did look like he, he'd be able to take on that mantle. Um, he played Torres at number nine again, didn't he? The weekend. Yeah. Um, didn't really get much of a sniff. Um, yeah, City still be solid at the back. The the, uh, the jump over from onto the City defensive assets were a were a good shout. It'd just be nice if they'd settle it and play the same back four every week. Yes, yeah, it's, it's only frustration in it. Yeah, it's a nightmare. So Southampton well, are looking good though, aren't they? Yeah, quality. Quality Vestergaard. <laughs> Vestergaard is looking great at centre half. Every corner, he's winning everything. He's an absolute beast. Yeah, he's tackles. He's the man at the back. He's doing everything. Next, yeah. next Van Dyke. <laughs> yeah, he, he, maybe, he, maybe not. You never know, though, do you? You never know. He's he he dropped out of the team for a while at Southampton. Yeah. Um, and, and, when well. My Southampton mates, they all say that he's rubbish. But like, obviously, now he's had, he's had <laughs> about ten good games. They're all loving yeah. it now. But yeah, I remember when they last season and that they were like, just, "We want to sell him, want to get rid of him, want to get rid of him." And now, now they like love him. <laughs> I think it's about finding a consistency in it. Yeah, like when they're dropping in and out of the teams, I don't think they really had a settled backline. Southampton will see this season. They've had quite a settled team. Romeo looks good yeah. uh, alongside Ward Prowse. Uh, che Adams is doing all right out there. Shame about the Danny Ings injury. I'm, I'm not too sure how serious that one is, but yeah, that's going to hamper him a little bit, isn't it? He's injury prone, isn't he? He, he is. He not is. He's not one to rely on, is he? Fantasy football, like you transfer him in and then he gets injured again after two or three games. It's... Yeah, he's a bit like a Joel Matip, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on, on to a on to two teams that can't defend, Man United and Leeds. <laughs> Did you watch that game? Decent game. Yeah, brilliant game. Good brilliant to watch, game. wasn't it? What the hell, uh, Scott McTominay's like a different person. <laughs> yeah, where did he come up with them two goals from? Like Paul Scholes. Yeah. Just ghosted into the box. <laughs> he was a bit Paul Scholes. The Scottish Paul Scholes. Yeah, they have, they're unfortunate leads. They should, um, Bamford had a few chances, didn't he? Uh, Rafinha looked good for them. They, they, they created enough. It was just, again, United were clinical, a bit like Liverpool. Yeah, there was 
Uh, Leeds had 17 shots and Man United had 26. It was a good game of footy. It was good because neither of them can really defend. Do you know do you know they remind me of Leeds? What? The old Kevin Keegan Newcastle team. All that <laughs> yeah. attack. Yeah. That's it. We'll score more than you. Yeah. You score yeah, four, well, we'll score five. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's good to watch. It's good. I mean, you'd love to watch like, that United and Leeds game every, every day at week rather than yeah. watching Mourinho park the buzz against someone and yeah. try to scrape a 1-0 win. You'd rather watch Leeds go out, try and win every game than, say, like West Brom or Sheffield United are going to try and park the bus and get in yeah. a 1-0 or get a draw, yeah. a nil draw. Definitely. Go down fighting rather than just... You know, yeah, it's, it's great to see as well. And they've, they've got some quality about them, Leeds, as well. They, they, they look good going forward, they'll score against anybody. So, yeah, it's good to see. Do, do you see the Villa West Rom game? No, I caught the highlights. Do you see the red cards? Yeah, that was bad. That well, you see the one straight after with House, uh, the yeah, center half. I mean. Sure, there's got to be some consistency. They're both red cards, now, aren't they? Yeah, I, I know, I I know what you mean, but like, it seemed a bit more accidental the house one. Like he slipped across the surface; it was uh, wet. But yeah, I know what you mean. Like he did stand on him. He's he's definitely it's more of a the house one. He's more of a player for the ball. It yeah. is more innocent because he's gone to get the ball. He's just mistimed it and he's come down on his shin. Yeah. The Livermore one did look a little bit more nasty, where he's actually kicked out at Grealish. It yeah. looks like, anyway. Whether he did or not, like, only he'll know that. But yeah. I just think the house one could have done the same amount of damage. Mm. So, uh, it's, yeah, I think a little bit inconsistent, that. I'd, it, I'd, I'd have, if I were given a red for the first one, I'd have given a red for the next one as well. So, I, I think it's... Uh... Probably a yellow. I know what you mean, yeah. but it's, de- it's like it's he's stamped on him. But well, it's not. Stamped. Yeah, studs studs are up, weren't he? So, but um, the Livermore one, you could see like from the replay, he's nowhere near the ball. He's like gone for his ankle. Yeah, it looks. It does look like he's gone to take Grealish out, doesn't it? He should know better as well because he's like one of the leaders of the team. He's the captain, isn't he? Yeah, made captain. Yes. Yeah, Especially in the position they're in, in a derby like that, you just can't afford. You've got some good quality Villa going forward. You can't afford to be going down to ten men against them. Grealish spends half his day on the on his arse, doesn't he? <laughs> amount of times he gets kicked, he must come home with some bruises after after these games. He he's top drawer. He draws them fouls in fouls in nicely. Fasting, quick feet. Yeah, yeah, very good player. Very impressed with him this season. Um, what about your lot? And I shock shock result, eh? I don't think it's a shock, is it? I got the quality, Leicester. They are that good on the day. It's uh, uh, Ma- Madison played well again. Yeah, oh, that that goal wasn't offside. <laughs> no, no way. Did you see? It's... Did you see the way they put the line across? Yeah, it yeah. went from Aurier's right. F- Left foot, I think, right foot. It went from his right foot. 
because his left foot was up in the, you know, as he was running. So his left foot wasn't touching the ground. So they put the yeah. line from his right foot instead of his left foot. So it looked like made him offside. And if he'd done it from the left-hand side of his body, he would have been onside. For me, Ben, honestly, <laughs> they've got to start drawing these lines and they're touching and this. It's tosh. Yeah. It's not offside. I, the, this this black black and white thing. I, mm. If you were starting to draw lines from someone's shoulder, from their armpit, it's just so irritating. Let, let these goals stand. Yeah, you've got That's, to... Uh, they do it in Holland, don't they? They give advantage advantage to the uh, attacker. Yeah, did they widen the line or something yeah. to a certain a certain degree? I think. Why aren't we doing that? We should. We want to that. see goals. I mean, this, the, these these strikers they're making these runs, and you you the, obviously the natural way is to lean forward to to set off on your run, and and then they're disallowing goals because. Someone's nipples hanging over that line. It's it's not. It's just ruining it a little bit. Yeah, and uh, Ollie Watkins as well in the Villa game. His his goal was onside as well. We gave yeah, off. another one, prime example as well. So, but yeah, I thought Madison looked good again. Uh, Vardy, uh, his usual penalty. <laughs> I thought he played. I thought he played well for Vardy actually. Yeah, he did play well. Bit of a nuisance. Good to um, see um, Ndidi and Castagna back. Yeah, Ndidi were were quality. Quality in the middle part there. A lot of uh, a lot of tackles, interceptions, played well. You needed a few of them players back. I yeah. think Leicester, you, you, you've missed a few, haven't you? Ricardo's but, back soon. Yeah. Been saying yeah, that. He, been saying for weeks. <laughs> has he been getting games in under twenty threes or? Yeah, he played for the under twenty threes and he played against Zoya in the Europa League, and I think he had a setback. So uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's not back properly yet. Um, Same but, with Siunchu. Yeah, Siunchu so he came, he played, and he got injured after like twenty minutes. Yeah. Um, did you did you see the tackle on um, Fafana for the penalty? Oreo. <laughs> yeah. What's what, he thinking? What was he doing? Just, he like ran into him like a raging bull. He was like a train, weren't he? Yeah. Just come, come through back of him. You could tell he, he was giving his head a wobble after it. Everyone like, knows. What have I just done? Everyone knows you don't do that when you're playing football. You, you just you don't go through the back of someone like that in the box. No. no. I mean, it can be a, little, a bit rash, can he, Oreo? Yeah. He's been he's been all right this year. He's he's not been making making such rash decisions like that, but yeah, that that's what he's capable of. It's yeah. not like that. Mourinho was it's... saying that on the documentary that he's he's like capable of giving away penalties all the time. Yeah, he could be a bit heavy-handed, or yeah, but like I say, he's kept that to a minimum this season. That's probably why he's cemented. They signed Doherty, didn't they? Yeah, and then Aurier seems to have just stepped up. So. Interested to see where he goes. I, I think he'll be dropped for the next game. Uh, well, Mourinho is probably not going to put with that. Mm. We'll see where he goes with that. Anyway, from all of that, what you've seen this weekend, obviously we've still got a, cu- a couple of games left, haven't we? We've got four EFL Cup games, Brentford, Newcastle, Arsenal City, Stoke Spurs and Everton United. It should be a decent game, Everton United. Um. Any new players on your radar, Ben? 
Um, yeah, there's, there's, well, there's a few. Um, Bamford's on the radar. Mm. The fixtures are really good for Leeds coming up now. Yeah. Um, he's like the third man in your strike force in getting because Verner's not pulling any trees up the team. <laughs> he isn't no. Oh. You know what I mean? At the moment, with no European games, you can look at look outside the box. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Saha, he's got some good fixtures coming up now. He just had a bad run of games, but before before that, he had a good few points. Interesting with Zaha is when Miller Milahevich when when he plays is Zaha on penalties. I think Milivojevic is the first choice penalty taker. And right. then, then Saha. I'm not sure because when they played United, I'm not sure because Saha took the penalties that game. I can't remember if Milivojevic was playing because I think he missed the penalty. That's why Saha took them ones. That one? Yeah. You never know then. Like I say, it's quite attractive there with the fixtures if he is on penalties. Yeah. I've just got a couple. I've just got Madison. Who last couple of games, you know, I mean, well, it's obvious to see. Looks like he's getting somewhere near back to where the levels he were at. Uh, it's a lot more dangerous. I think. It, I think it's just purely confidence. I just think he'll, he's played with a lot more confidence last couple of games. He doesn't lack much confidence, does he? <laughs> no, no. So he's, he's looked all right. He looked a bit of a danger. And we mentioned him earlier. Vestergaard, three million. Yeah, because um, this the fixtures for Southampton, other than Liverpool, aren't that bad. And he looks at it. You got Ward Prowse putting them balls in from free kicks and corners. He is a danger every time. Yeah, he, he wins quite a lot up there. So for three million, he could be a bit of a snip. Like you say, through January with no European fixtures. I got one um, for you, uh, on. Sigurdsson. Uh, yeah, two point six million. Yeah, has he got back to back star months, right? I think he got two out of three. Two out of um, three. He's on penalties and free kicks and corners. Yeah, he's a great shout. What are Everton's fixtures like? They're not great, like, yeah. but um, but then again, the last three games wouldn't look great on paper, would they? Yeah, well, that's it. They're looking. They're good. They're on form. They're, Solid at the back now with the old Tony Pulis tactics, four centre-halves. Yeah. Yeah, they're looking quite uh, decent. Who did they beat? They beat Chelsea, Leicester and Arsenal in the last three games. Yeah. It's not bad, that. Note him down, 2.6 million, Sigurdsson. It's a good shout. They've got United on Wednesday in the Cup. Yeah. And then Sheffield United and then Man City on Monday on the 28th. I mean, you wouldn't bet against them turning City over, to be fair. Yeah, they're at home against United and City and they're away against Sheffield United, so they could win all three, probably. <laughs> yeah, you won't put it past them. Right. Let's go over to a... We've got some questions from Wayne Foster Crouch, who follows us on Facebook. Um, is El Ghazi an option? He's 1.7 million. He's on pens and he's He's looked pretty decent in the last couple of games. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, he's on my radar, definitely. Yeah. Especially with the midfielders, no one really standing out this year, apart from Bruno and Kevin De Bruyne. 
Yeah, usual suspects. Yeah, and so you got you know like you've got your Mares or your Foden or whatever. They just keep getting rotated. Yeah, and uh, El Ghazi seems to have like nailed down a place in the team, and he's a midfielder in Dream Team as well. So he's a very good option, especially in being on penalties. And a he's been having he had eight shots in the last two games. He's had sixteen shots over the last two games. That's crazy. Just a just a quick one on that El Ghazi. I know obviously they played El Ghazi left, Traore right, I think it was. Yeah. Who's so will it be Traore losing his place when Barkley gets back in the side rather than El Ghazi? Yeah, I was talking to a villa mate and he says but at the moment if they carry on playing like this, Barkley won't be able to get into the starting eleven. Yeah, he's gonna struggle because I I've been quite impressed with Traore as well. He's looked pretty good. Yeah. Decent. But yeah, I think with the the penalty thing, um, with El Ghazi, I think that yeah, it makes him a good shout for that money, doesn't it? Like you say, someone who's probably going to start every game. Yeah, it's worth a gamble. Definitely, definitely. If you, especially if you're struggling you can, with a bit of cash, and you could upgrade your defence or something with the extra cash. Yeah, or upgrade Werner. Yeah, upgrade <laughs> Werner definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll be sticking with him, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Blind loyalty. The la- I swear the last time I took him out was probably the last time he's- he went on his uh, little scoring scoring spree. And I bet you, when I put him back in, was when he- so he's not scored in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine appearances for Chelsea. His last nine games, he's not scored. I think he- I took him out after they played United and drew 0-0. And then he went, he scored, he scored in the next four games, <laughs> including the brace. Yeah. He's, he's so, playing him out wide, isn't he? That's just, if he plays him through the centre, he'll get more chances. He is, Ben. He's, he's having the chances. Yeah. I, he missed a good one tonight. Well, he missed yeah. The well yeah, because he's at the bar as well. Yeah. I mean, he's got an assist. I don't he, he looks like he's a confidence player completely, which probably shows with his map there where he, he scores one and then goes on a bit of a run. Mm. I think he just needs one. He just needs a goal. A penalty. They've not had a penalty for that long either. They put Werner on penalties mm. and they stopped, stopped getting them. Yeah, that's a frustration with him. Um Right, another couple of questions, again, from Wayne Foster Crouch on Facebook. And it's regarding, I think we speak about this earlier in the week, and the two things you'd add to the rules and Dream Team next year to improve it. It's a very uh, debated topic, this. Go on. What would you do, Ben? Go on. I'll let you we can go for it. it. <laughs> yeah, well, for, for me, I, my feelings on it, I just, I just love to remove the templateness of it. Yeah. Like the... Um, being able to sit there with Kane, Salah, Fernandez, De Bruyne, and, and and four players now just make up a foursome within every team. I think you'd probably go through um, the whole top one hundred. You'd probably go through the top one thousand. Yeah, maybe more. The amount of ownership on them I is unreal. Find out for you if you want, I've got it here. Is um, and I just think. From there, you then 
you then, like you say, you're filling your team with Mares, a Ford, and all the European players, and the teams just end up very samey. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it's just it's. I love the game. It's just a bit of a gripe that I think they could just affect a little bit better. Maybe that there were um, a response maybe. on Twitter where about either if you put a selection like cap on each team is always an option. I know they tried that a few years back. Or you make those premium players, Fernandez, Kane, Salah, De Bruyne, <clears throat> you make them big, big money. Mm. And you force people to have to, if they want them players in there, then they're going to have to scrimp and scrape around with the rest of the team. And you'll see people probably move away from all four. They might only choose two of them. Yeah. And then you'll probably see players from the Southamptons, the Villas, the Evertons, the Arsenals who were scraping, scrapping around the, <laughs> in a relegation dogfight. you probably see them players in the teams. I just think it mixes it up a bit more. Do you mean like raise the, the prices to about nine million each or something like that? Yeah, yeah. And I think it just then forces people in a certain direction, which the more players that are involved, the more players that are under ownership, surely the um, the more exciting, the better it is. Yeah, the, is the uh, ownership stats to the top thousand for them four players? Uh, Bruno Fernandes in the top thousand is ninety nine point eight percent owned. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Um, Kevin, I say it's crazy. Yeah, Kevin De Bruyne. Ninety-five point nine percent owned. Yeah. Uh, Harry Kane, ninety-one point six percent owned, and yeah. Mo Salah, seventy-nine point seven percent owned. And that's probably come down it last week, hasn't it? Yeah. Some people probably jumped off because they thought they'd get a two two for zero on um with the League Cup in the mid in midweek. You know what I mean? Yeah. Getting like Rashford in or someone like that. Or yeah. yeah, that's for me. It's just the templateness. Uh, how they go about doing that? Um, I don't. It's got to be either price rises um, for the elite players, or a cap. Which coming on to it next? Which what's the thought from Wayne? What's the thoughts about a one player per team per team restriction? I I don't I've, think that'd be any good. That. I think maybe three, three players each team, because yeah. you have one player each team. Everyone will have the same one player from each team. You know what I mean? Yeah, just pick the best player. That's true. Um, That's true. I'd like to like them to maybe um, give a bit more uh, incentive to like, you know, defensive midfielders or goalkeepers getting save points. You know what I mean? Save yeah. bonus points. Uh, tackle tackle bonus for the midfielders and defenders. Um, yeah. Maybe even a captaincy. For the, yeah. You know, at the start of the week, at the start of the game week, you pick a captain. Yeah. Just so, so like if you pick the wrong captain, then you're you're going to be a bit further behind. Do you know what I mean? You pick the right captain, it gives you a, a double points. Yeah. It mixes it up. Yeah. Because if you do have the templates, where you've got same four players in the team, if you can only pick one captain. Yeah. Then it's it's gonna alter. It's gonna like it's gonna mix it. Yeah. It's gonna definitely. mix it up. 
players are just scoring the same points. Sat there with the same players. So, and I think the assist points needs to go up to three at least. Twos. Yeah. It used to be uh, midfielders used to get two points for a clean sheet, and they got rid of that a few seasons ago, and then they brought in the assists and just replaced yeah. it with the two points. But I think three points sh- is should be at least. They've got. I think they've got to bring in more scoring. Whichever way they do it, they have to make it, like you say, bring more players into play. What's the point in having a goal canty on the game? Yeah. There is, you might as well remove him. You might as well remove, there's 50% of players on the game. You could probably just remove because they don't get assists. Mm. They don't get goals. And after after assists and goals, all you're looking at then is clean sheets. And obviously seven ratings. So you got the seven, so you got them four plus a star man. So you got five ways to score points. Yeah, I just think need it needs a bit more. It needs a bit more to broaden, like the pool of players that people are going to pick from. Yeah, I just think it's a bit daft as well that if you get a seven rating, you get three points, but if you get an assist, you only get two points. Yeah, it's like you affected the game more if you've got an assist, haven't you? Really. That's it. And yeah. someone saying, "Oh, you've you've played well. You've got seven points." You know, like how they do the ratings. Like Traore yeah. last year, he never did anything in the games. He just used to run around with the ball, and then yeah. he used to get star man. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I bet I, I mean, I've not checked, but it wouldn't surprise me if you got seven rating today. I'm gonna quick check. He did. He got a seven point two rating. <laughs> I don't know if you watched the game. I don't get me wrong. He come on, he did change the game up. He he ran at the the defense. He did start to create some stuff. But his end product were lacking completely. Yeah. But he's got seven. He's got a seven point two rate in there because he dribbled, and it's all about the dribbles. Like you say, last season that's all he did, running around with ball, <laughs> and uh, got dribble bonuses. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's not have too much of a moan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that that's what I think going forward. They they need to just I think bring in a little bit more scoring, mix it up a little bit, mix they, it up. I think Frank from FF stuff has said that you look at um, Sky Fantasy Football and Dream Team, and the registrations are going in opposite directions now. Mm-hmm. You've probably seen a lot more people jump over to Sky, <clears throat> which isn't what we want. No, some dream team needs to just have a look at it and see why. Why are people moving over? Why are our registrations dropping year on year? And why is there's there's gaining? Mm. So it's just something to look at. Um, be interesting to see what they come up with for next year. Cause I'm sure they'll change some bits. Yeah, they always seem to change stuff every year. So we'll they will. Right? Hopefully, they'll do something a bit different next year. Yeah, yeah. Just depends on which one they want to put into the game, don't they? Right, let's jump on to the um, the Dream Team Tonic League table. <sighs> Here we go. <laughs> right. I'll have a, I'll have a, a shout out of the, from 10th upwards. So in 10th so far, we've got Hodor, Peter Brown. In 9th, Marte, Martin Townsend. In 8th, that's you, Ben. We... And then we've got Shut three down. in joint... You have dropped down, mate. <laughs> you have. Game weak points there. 75, though. 
You're doing all right there. Yeah, not a bad yeah. week. Three, three, uh, three people in joint fifth. We got Sam Wignall, Wiggy's Wanderers, David Gore, Cyber Gore's is 11, and James Fricker with Dodgy Sisters Athletic <laughs> in a joint fifth with 271 points. In fourth, got Fergie Time, Andrew Ferguson. Um, third, Rulson FC with Callum Hudson. Second, Wayne Herbert with the Villains, and still sat at the top. On 340 is the Smoking Guns of Lee Allett, who's uh, smashing it so far up there. Uh, yeah, well yeah. Done. Not too sure which uh, whereabouts I am. Let's have a quick quick look. Might take me a while to scroll all the way down, but we'll have a do. I'm in 16th. I've, I've uh, pulled up. myself away from the relegated zone now. For me, no. Yeah, my mate Firmino. Uh, have a few beers more often, I think, at weekend and make me transfers. <laughs> You're all lucky that I didn't have any more transfers left to make. But yeah, Firmino did the business this weekend with two goals and an assist and a Starman. Uh, the winning goal against Spurs as well, didn't he, with Starman last week? Yep. Mason Mount assist tonight. And then Trent back with an assist and clean sheet. They're the highlights of my... Uh, my team this week, which is a uh, sat on, I think it's seventy-seven points now, um, seven hundred and sixty-six this season. Um, good news regarding James as well because I thought he was going to be out for quite a while. Thought the injury curse had struck again, but looks like it. That's just he's only going to miss a game, I think, according to Lampard, ain't he? Don't know. <laughs> You've not heard it. I just, I just saw on the um, injury Premier injuries. It said uh, it might be back for Boxing Day. Twenty five, twenty five percent chance. Oh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll trust Ben Denry and yeah. we'll um, we'll go for that then. Um, how did your team do this week then, Ben? My team this week are seventy five points. Seventy five. Uh, Nine hundred and six points now. Just, just. Just inside right, the, you? just inside the top eight um, k now. Seven nine hundred, seven thousand nine hundred. That's decent. It's climbed, hasn't it? Yeah, it's all gone right. up. Doing all right with that. Right, and uh, so we got them four games out of this week before end of the year. Um, yeah, we've still got the differential. Differential. Going on. Who are your pick again, Ben? Callum Wilson. Callum Wilson, he got a goal, didn't he? Yeah, he uh, dived for a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, VAR, VAR, didn't, VAR didn't see that dive. No. I'm catching you up now. You are, mate, you are. Um, <laughs> I, I went with Rich Olsen, so he's still got, a, still got a chance again with some points. Yeah. And the community went with Aguero, painfully. Mm. Which isn't a great shout. They're still sat there at the bottom of the league. But that'll be updated on Thursday. And then there'll be um, a poll out for game week 14 selection. Hopefully the uh, community can select a little bit better. If you've got any uh, players that you want 
that you fancy for get game week 14 and the differential, drop them, <clears throat> drop us a message on Twitter. I'll get added to the poll and you can decide. Um, I think that's about it, Ben. I think we're uh, we're done for this game week, mate. Righto, mate. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Um, hope you're enjoying it. Um, if you're not following us on Facebook, Twitter, if you've not signed up to the website, please do. If you're not subscribed yet, please hit the subscribe button and keep listening. It's appreciated. Um, take care. It'll be after Christmas now. I speak to you. So everyone has a good Christmas. Um, and enjoy it as much as we can with all the restrictions that are in place. But yeah, cheerio, guys. Cheers, everyone.